David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and the people that were with, with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. So that's 1 Samuel chapter 30, starting from verse 1. Amen. I'll read it again since they got it so you can read along me. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziglag and had smitten Ziglag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captives that were therein. And they slew not any, neither great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And the title of my message, which is one I preached maybe five, six years ago, was sometimes you've got to speak to yourself. <laughs> you got to speak to yourself. If you could bow your hearts with me, Father, we just thank you for your presence here, your anointing that breaks every yoke. Lord, I pray that you will speak through me, Lord, that the soil would be good soil, that it will encourage, that it will edify, that it will bless, that it will lift up in Jesus' name. Let's give God a praise offering. Amen. Turn to your neighbor. Tell him you got to talk to yourself. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Now, sometimes that's a test of craziness. You know, sometimes people say when you see people talking to themselves and they're coming down the street, you give them a, a wide berth. You see them coming down and they're... And you just give them a wide berth. You know, you don't know what kind of a day they're having. What's really going on there? But you know, I'm telling you that sometimes you're going to have to talk to yourself. You know why? There won't be anyone else around to talk to you. You're going to have to learn to talk to yourself. In this story, we have a really depressing and bad situation. David and his men had left the city with all their family and all their goods and all their livestock. And they'd gone off somewhere. And meanwhile, while the men were gone, the enemy came and attacked the city. And they burned the city to the ground. But luckily they didn't kill anyone. They just took them captive. But they took all of their wives, their children, everybody with them. And so when David and his men came, they came back to a disaster, to a hopeless situation. The city was burned. Everybody was gone. They didn't even know exactly where. And so all they could do was weep and cry in anger, angrist. You know, sometimes we get to that point in life, all we can do is let out a wail. All we can do is cry out. It said in verse 4, Then David and the people with them lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power. Because you know what they thought? They thought everyone had been killed. They didn't realize that God had supernaturally stopped the enemy from killing anyone. All they had done was take them captive. We're going to go through life sometimes and get depressed. Sometimes we're going to hit some barriers in life where it looks like the enemy has come and taken everything that belonged to us, stolen everything that we built up, everything that we'd worked for. It looks like it's destroyed. It looks like it's hopeless. We're going to get depressed because if you're human, there's going to be times when you're going to cry. 
No matter how, how big and macho you are, there's going to be times when you weep. There's going to be times when it hurts, when life feels hopeless, when it just looks like there is no way out. And when David and his men came and they saw what had happened, they thought everyone was dead. Everything they had worked for all these years, they'd built up, had been stolen. And of course, they cried and wept. And then, of course, comes the blame game. You know, when a disaster happens, people always look to blame someone else. And they all started to grumble and kind of point to David. David, this was your fault. If you hadn't taken us away, this wouldn't have happened. There was no one left to encourage David but David. Everybody else was blaming him. The Bible tells us the men were grumbling. They're all looking at him and as if they wanted to attack him. You see, the devil will always kick you when you're down. (laughs) That's when he will attack you when you're down. In fact, you can look at some of the Psalms that David wrote when he was going through some of his hardship. In fact, in Psalms 43, starting from verse 5, he says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted? It's not, it's not wrong to sometimes feel down. It's not wrong to feel depressed because we're going to be in real life. Life is not a fairy tale. It's not the, the, you know, the, the, the living ever happily ever after without Christ anyway. But while we are here, we're going to go through trials and tribulations. It says in Psalms 43 verse 5, it says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in God. I had a, a really a hard week where I was. I, I happened to be up in, in Battle Creek, Wisconsin. And, and one night I couldn't even sleep. I was trying to sleep. But there were so many things going on in my brain that I was laying down and it would not turn off. I couldn't get it to turn off. Finally, about 5 o'clock I got up and said, I might as well get dressed. I might as well get dressed and, and do what I have to do. I could not turn it off. You know what? I had, I had let the devil take away my peace. Because I was thinking about all these things that were annoying me and I couldn't turn them off. I wanted to shut it down. I tried and I couldn't. I let the devil steal my peace. It's at times like that you have to remember something. You have to remember some word that you have received. Some some exhortation that you have heard. Something that is going to have to come from inside. Because there was no one else right there to tell me, hey, it's going to be a good day. I had to encourage myself. You're going to have to talk to yourself. You're going to have to talk to yourself. Sometimes the person you want to call for help won't pick up the phone. You call this one, they're not there. You call uh, dad, he's not there. You call Auntie Jane, she's not there. You're going to have to talk to yourself. You're going to be in a situation where it's you and God. Where you're going to have to remember the word. That's why the Bible says that the word is a lamp unto my feet. When you have some word in you, you can tell the devil something. See, when Satan came to tempt Jesus, there was no one else. There was just him. He had to have something from within himself. He had to say, it is written. You have to have a word that you can pull out to talk to yourself. You have to have a word that's going to be meaningful to yourself. You know, when I think of the great Apostle Paul, and I know I've said this before, but when I think of him and and all that he went through, you know, having all these great revelations, having miracles at his hand, but yet he was human. Yet he was flesh. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 
and verse 8. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 8, he says, he's explaining some of the things he went through. And I know we've quoted this verse before, but it comes home to me. He says, for we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble. What he was saying, I know you look at me as pastor. I know you look at me as this great apostle, but I went into some trouble. I want you to know, I don't want you to think that life is always a bed of roses and nothing ever happens to me. I want you to know, Paul said, that I went through some trouble. He said, I don't want you to be ignorant of our trouble when we came to Asia, that we were pressed out of measure. That means life was, the pressure was so great, he felt like giving up above strength in so much as we despaired even of life. The pressure was so hard. The enemies was coming after him. The the Romans were trying to kill him. Even his church folk were not doing him right. He said the pressure was so great. But you know, there's always someone you can talk to. That's yourself. You can talk to Jesus and then you can talk to yourself. You can say, oh, so why am I disquieted? Why am I depressed? I'm I'm a child of the king. I have the promises of God. He said we had the sentence of death in ourselves. Verse 9 is where you get the answer to his problem. That we should not trust in ourselves. This is what I was teaching in Sunday school. God sometimes puts you in a place where you can't fix it yourself. Where there is no help. You couldn't trust in himself. He said but we had the sentence of death in ourselves. And then he gives the reason why. It clicked in his brain why he was having such problems. The reason is that we should not trust in ourselves. Yeah, he could have said, I'm the great apostle Paul. I've started 30 churches. I've written seven epistles. God has raised the dead under my hand. I should be able to handle this. No. Without God, you cannot handle it. That we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raiseth the dead. God will take you through some places where he's the only one that's going to be there. You need to talk to yourself and start to tell yourself. You know how the prodigal son got out of trouble? He talked to himself. He was sitting in the pig pen. He was sitting with the slop. He was sitting in the smell with all the pigs. And then something came to his mind. He started talking to himself. You know, he says, what am I doing here? (laughs) What am I doing here? My father is rich. My father's a billionaire. He's got houses and I'm sitting in this pig pen eating what the pigs eat. He started to talk to himself. This is what you're going to have to do when you're going through some crazy things of life. You may be sitting in the pig pen. You got to start talking to yourself. No, it's not crazy. If you get the right result. He said, my father's rich. Even the servants live better than this. You know what? I'm going to get up. I'm going to go back to father's house. See, he had a conversation with himself and he encouraged himself. I'm going to go. The worst that can happen is they make me a servant. I'll still get some good, good robes, some good things on. See, sometimes when you're in a desperate situation, there'll be no one else to encourage you. There'll be no one else to lift you up. You're going to have to start to talk to yourself. I, I believe Paul talked to himself. And he realized, listen, it doesn't matter how great my name is, doesn't matter what I've done, I need God in this thing. Only he can deliver me and take me out of it. You see, when your ways get bad, you got to be just like the prodigal son and wake up wherever you are and start to say, hey, Father's house is much better than this. 
the servants eat better than this. Because sometimes there'll be no one around you to lift you up. Now it's great if there's some people telling you, you can do it. You've got this. That's great. That helps. But sometimes your closest friends will be far away. This was the circumstance David found himself. This was almost the worst part of, of his story. When he came, his whole family had been taken. There was nothing left. The whole village had been burnt down. And then the men, his men, started to look at him funny. Started to look at him like, this is all your fault. There was no one going to say, but David, you slew Goliath. He had to remind himself. In fact, that's how he beat Goliath. Remember, he talked to himself. He said, I've, I've, I've killed a bear and I've killed a lion. Therefore, you are going to be no problem. I know it sounds crazy to talk to yourself, but if you're saying words of encouragement, if you're saying you can do better, you better get up. You can't sit here. You can't lie here. You can't give up. You know, most of the people who succeed in life, they've had a conversation with themselves. They've looked in the mirror and they said, you better shape up. You can't do this all, all the time. You got to do better. You got to talk to yourself. I believe David, the Bible says David encouraged himself. He started to think about the situation. Well... It looks like they took him, but you never know. We don't know what happened. And God called me. God anointed me when I was a, a youth. He poured that oil upon me and, and said I was going to be king. I'm not king yet. This means the promise is still future. You know, men, we're not going to give up. I know you're blaming me, but let's do this. Let's go after the enemy. Let's go after the enemy. We're not going to go backward. We're not going to go running away, but we're going to go forward. So instead of getting depressed and just staying there and saying it's hopeless, you know what they did? They said, we're going to pursue. We're going to go after the enemy and we're going to get back whatever they got left. Sometimes that's what you got to do. Even when it's hopeless. I've had those situations where they told me it was hopeless. I've told you my testimony. They sent me this letter saying it's hopeless. We decline your mortgage application and we're going to foreclose. And they said, they, I've got the letter somewhere. It's, it's hopeless. And I said, no, it's not hopeless. <laughs> this letter is wrong. I don't care what it says. It's, it's not right. And you know the story. I called them up and they said, oh, that's a mistake. This is what we're doing. We're wiping out $32,000. Now, if I had just given up and sat there and said, no hope. But you know what? I refuse to take what the devil says. I'm not going to let his declaration stand over me. But I'm going to declare the praises of God. See, Job was in that situation, you know, all these bad things started to happen to him. The, 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 the enemy came, stole his, his cattle. The, the, the storm came, the tornado came, uh, wiped out his house and the children. And then all his so-called friends came to encourage him. <laughs> hey, Job, you know, good things don't happen to people like you. 
No, no. God is angry at you as this would not have happened. Didn't the devil tell you this? Didn't the devil tell you that God doesn't love you? Because look what happened. If God loved you, this would not have happened. And, you know, it's to people who, who, who love to encourage other people. The devil likes to do it to them. In Job chapter 4, verse 3, Job chapter 4, verse 3, it says, Behold, his friend says, listen, you've taught many people. Behold, thou hast instructed many, and thou hast strengthened the weak hands. Thy words, what you used to tell people, Job, have upholden him that was falling, and thou hast strengthened the feeble knees. But now, look what's happened to you. The devil likes to do that. Point out all the mess you're in. But now it has come upon you, and you're fainting. It toucheth thee, and you're troubled. Is not this thy fear, thy confidence, thy hope, and the uprightness of thy ways? Remember, I pray that whoever perished being innocent, or where were the righteous cut off? See what his friends are doing? They're not encouraging him. They're depressing him. But you know what Job said somewhere in this book? After one of these sessions, he said, listen, I know that my Redeemer liveth. (laughs) And one day, one day, one day, I'm going to see him for myself even if I die there is hope you know what Job had to talk to himself his friends were not going to encourage him all they told him it was your fault this happened this happened because you you secretly are up to some stuff you're hiding some stuff that's why God is doing this to you you know you've got to have a word for yourself you've got to have a rock bottom faith for yourself you've got to talk to yourself You've got to tell yourself, self, I refuse to be discouraged. I'm a child of the king. I'm filled with his spirit. He has called me. Amen. And I'm going to make it. See, friends sometimes will fail you. Even if they mean well, sometimes they'll fail you. They'll tell you all kinds of stuff to depress you. And the world will say, you might as well give up. You're crazy. That's what we do when we see someone talking to themselves. Well, I'm going to give him a birth. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I don't know what he's on. But I tell you, sometimes you're going to have to do just that. You're going to have to talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. Let me explain this. What should you tell yourself then? Well, the first thing, if you want God's help, is you're going to have to confess. In Romans chapter 10, Romans chapter 10 And verse 9, this is what Paul says, that if you shall confess, you know what, that's talking, with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shall then believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. The first thing we've got to confess is that he's real. The Bible says that he that cometh to God must first believe that he is, that he is, that he's real, and that he is a rewarder. That means he's a deliverer. That means he's a restorer. That means he's a savior. To them that diligently seek him. I don't mean like a, you know, just, okay, God, if you're there. No, I mean, I'm diligent. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. There's a woman came to Jesus, and she wasn't a Jew, and she said, my, my child is very sick. She's full of devils, and I need your help. And Jesus did, did not even speak to her. He just ignored her. You know why? Because he was testing God will test you sometime to see how determined you are. That you are really in this thing for real. And not just using him as a fire escape. 
And then he says, you know, the children are, the bread of the children isn't for dogs. Ooh. Now most of us would, would have had a little cuss storm and walked off. <laughs> Who you calling? Who you calling the dog? I've told some people that you have to eat humble pie sometimes. Because, because you've got a longer term goal. Right? You can get all mad and say, I'm not doing this. But your longer term goal will never happen. Right? You have to eat. So she then said, but even the dogs... Do you know, it's only two times in the Bible, it's only two times in the Bible it says God was kind of surprised. This is one of them. Bible says Jesus marveled. Wow. I called her a dog and that didn't make her go. You know what? She was speaking to herself. She was, Jesus didn't talk to her, she was speaking to herself. She just said out loud, even the dogs get to eat the crumbs. <laughs> Jesus wouldn't talk to her. She was talking to herself. The woman with the issue of blood, how did she get healed? You know what the secret is? She she talked to herself. The Bible says she said in her heart, if I but touch the hem of his garment. Nobody told her that. She came up with that all by herself. That was no, Jesus didn't shout at anyone touch me first gets healed. No. She didn't, she, she dreamed that up all by, now to us looking at it, that looks, man, that's a brilliant idea. We all know that we should touch the master. But she was the one that came up with this. She said in her heart, nobody heard her say it, but she was talking to herself. I'm asking you today, is there something you want to tell yourself today? Is there something you want to talk to yourself today that you're going to do this week or that you want God to do, right? Because it was her whole initiation. Jesus almost had nothing to do with it. All he said is, somebody touched me. Virtue has gone up. Why? Because she had faith. She talked to herself. Sometimes there'll be no one around to encourage you. Pastor won't be there. Pastor may look at the phone at midnight and say, hmm. (laughs) I confess it's happened once or twice. Anytime after midnight you pick up the phone and you're the pastor, you know that's not going to be a short or a happy. <laughs> but you can still talk to yourself. You can still say, if I but touch the hem of his garment, if I just touch the hem of his garment, then I'll be healed. And all Jesus said was, virtue has gone out of me. Who touched me? You see, we can talk to ourselves. God has given us a mouth that we can speak words of faith. We can declare some things over our situation. We cannot accept the devil's word that he wants to put on us. See, we can sing a song. When I was depressed, I would, would, when I got home, I would put on some gospel music and I'd still be depressed. But after about... 20 minutes, my spirits start to perk up. And then I put on some more music. And then I start to... And then, you know, when that's finished, I go, wow, that feels so much better. The Bible says to sing to ourselves in spiritual hymns. See, 
the devil can do nothing about that if you talk to yourself. Do you understand that? <laughs> Ephesians chapter 5 verse 19 tells us that. Ephesians chapter 5 says, speaking to yourselves. See, that's Bible then. In Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. See, one of my favorite Psalms is Psalms 23. You all know that. I'm going through some trouble. You know what I can say? The Lord is my shepherd. Say it again. The Lord is my shepherd. I can't find my way out, but the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is... You just say just those three words to yourself when you're in trouble. You're making a declaration. It says speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing. Now, I can't sing, so I'll shut the doors. I don't want to offend the neighborhood. (laughs) Making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks. One of the things we can speak to ourselves is just say, thank you, Lord. Just start to thank him. You may say, what do you have to thank him for? You have stuff to thank him for. If you are alive, if you're breathing, if you're able to move your hand, you got something to thank him for. See, the devil told the, the Jews when they were in Babylon, uh, you, you, we want you to sing a song. And at first they didn't want it. We, we can't sing a song. We're, in a, we're, we're captives. We're in jail. But that's when you have to sing the song. What did Paul and Silas do? They were in the darkest dungeon locked up in a prison, which is not like our prisons today. There were rats and vermin and all kinds of other stuff in there. It was wet. It was cold. But at midnight... <laughs> You know what they start to do? They start talking to themselves. We're going to sing a song. Brother Paul, what one you want to start off with? I got joy in my heart. (laughs) I can imagine at first the other prisoners were starting to scream, Shut up! You crazy people! (laughs) We're trying to sleep in here. But they changed their tune when suddenly the Bible says there was an earthquake. This is what happens when you start to talk to yourself. There will be an earthquake. Them talking and singing to themselves freed everybody else. That's what I'm telling you. You need this week to talk to yourself. You're facing some situation. You need to tell yourself, buck up. Come on, you can do this. With God's help, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. As I said, it explicitly says in Ephesians 5.19, speaking to yourselves. Now, you can speak to some people, but they may not want to listen. I'm pretty sure the prisoners at first, when they heard Paul and Silas singing at midnight, at least my inclination would have been, shut up. We want to sleep. It's bad enough we're in prison and you guys making all that racket. They wanted them to be quiet. Now, the way this works, there was a blind man, right? And he heard Jesus was passing by. He couldn't see him. He didn't know where he was. But you know what he started doing? Shouting out, Jesus, thou son of David. You know what the people told him? Shut up. (laughs) You know what he did? He cried out the more. The devil will tell you to shut up. You're acting like a crazy person. You know what you need to do? You know what you need to do? Let me see if you understand this. You know what you need to do? 
got to talk to yourself. Tell your neighbor you got to talk to yourself. You got to talk to yourself. Let me tell you this. First, go back to 1 Samuel 30. Let's go back to the end of the story with David. 1 Samuel chapter 30, starting at first verse 5. And David's two wives were taken captive, Enohim the Jezreelitess and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed. Like if you go home and you find, <laughs> you find your house on fire, which we have... <laughs> You could be forgiven to be greatly distressed. As I said that, I remembered the picture driving up. I saw the smoke from way down the road. Oh, man. I thought it was a small fire. This was no small fire. And drove up and the house was just going up in smoke and everything. David was greatly distressed. So times like that, you, you ask yourself, do I have enough insurance? <laughs> do, I have enough, do I have enough insurance? But here is the key to David's success. David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him. Not only did he lose his family and everything, but now everybody who's supposed to be his supporters wants to throw stones at him. Because the soul of all the people was grieved. They're all upset too. They're all grieving and angry too. Every man for his sons and his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. There's the secret. No one else was going to tell him, David, we got, we got this. David had to say to himself, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. Even though this looks hopeless, even though my family's gone, we don't even know if they're dead. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. This is my message to you. If you could stand today, you got to talk to yourself. When you can't reach pastor, when you can't reach Auntie Jean or whoever, or your boss won't talk to you and it looks hopeless, got to talk to yourself but the words you've got to say is that Jesus is still Lord got to sing a song see that's why David wrote so many psalms because he knew how to encourage himself he said the Lord is my shepherd I will not want even yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil you know, even though the enemy wants to come, the Lord is going to prepare a table. I'm going to eat in front of my enemies. He's going to anoint my head with oil and my cup is going to run over. See, that's David talking to himself, encouraging himself, believing in the Lord his God. There's coming a time when you won't be able to reach some people. You're going to have to tell yourself God is still God. He's still real. He is still on the throne. He can still do a breakthrough for me. He can still deliver me. He can still heal me. When the doctors have told you it's hopeless, when the mortgage company wants to evict you, when you see the fire burning up your home, when the car has been crashed, this, this, this all messed up and written off, the Lord is my strength. The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Of whom will I be afraid? You know, when the wicked cometh in, the Lord is my strength and my salvation. You're going to have to talk to yourself. I'm closing this service, but I hope you will remember this word. I hope tomorrow when you, when you get into some issues or there's some temptations, you start to talk to yourself. Start to say, listen, soul, I can do better than this. With your help, Lord, I'm going to overcome this. With your help, Lord, you're going you're to work things out. You're going to open the door that looks shut, that looks impossible.
Because with God, all things are possible. Don't let the devil cheat you out of your deliverance and your blessing. Even if it looks hard, even if it looks impossible, you have to look at the end, not the short term. The woman with the, with the daughter, she didn't care what Jesus said as long as her daughter got healed. And because of that, it said, Jesus marveled. He was shocked. He said, I've never seen such faith in Israel. Behold, because of your faith, be it according to your faith. God will honor our faith. God will bring deliverance. Got to talk to yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. These altars are open if you want to come and pray. But I want you to pray and talk to yourself. I want you to say, Lord, with your help, I can make this. Lord, you can deliver me. You can crush the enemy before me. That's what you got to do. You got to encourage yourself in the Lord. Hallelujah. This is what we're going to do today. We're going to encourage ourselves. Because sometimes even your friends will want to stone you. But David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. He must have just thought about all the impossible things that he had been through. How he had killed a lion and how he had killed a bear and how he had killed this This giant who had been defying Israel for 40 days. Nobody wanted to face him. And here comes this youth, this 17-year-old, and defeats him. He was remembering all those victories. Right now, a lot of you are facing some things. What you have to remember is the victories. And start talking to yourself. Yes, God, you got me out of that. You got me out of the car accident. When I walked away and the car was squashed. You did that, God. You got me out of the mortgage situation. Yes, you did that, God. You rebuilt my house when it was burned up. You did that, God. So whatever I'm facing now, you can do that too, God. This is what you have to do. Hallelujah. Church, if you could stand to your feet and if we could pray. And we could talk to ourselves. Let's have a conversation with ourselves and God. Invite God into your conversation today. Father, we just thank you today. Hallelujah for your presence and your anointing. Lord, as we have a conversation, Lord, we cannot do this stuff ourselves. We we have not the willpower. We have not the strength. We have not the wisdom, Lord. But we ask you right now, with your help, Lord Jesus, we are more than able. We are more than conquerors. Hallelujah. Because you have overcome. Lord, you said we could overcome. Lord, we believe that. We stand upon that promise. Lord, we ask right now for anyone in this congregation, Lord God, who are, who's listening online, Lord God, that you will work in our hearts to believe, to trust you, to have that conversation conversation that with you we are conquerors with you you are our deliverer with you you are our savior with you comes salvation with you comes healing with you comes deliverance hallelujah we're going to lift up your name we're going to tell the devil he's a liar hallelujah we're going to declare blessing we're going to declare goodness hallelujah and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life Hallelujah. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. I'm going to say some things over my life. I'm going to declare blessing over my life. I'm going to declare healing over my life. I'm going to declare opening of doors over my life. Come on, church. Let's do that right now. Let's have a conversation. Let's start talking to ourselves and invite God into the midst of that conversation. Keep praying right now.